How are we known? How do people know that we are followers of Jesus Christ? We hear in our gospel reading today that Jesus will be gone, he will have to go, and he'll be gone for a while. What did Jesus do in his life? Why does he have to go? Makes no sense until we see it through the lens of Easter. And in our collect today, we hear that we need to rejoice and participate and engage in that Easter mystery. So let us together then look at and reflect on again that Easter mystery to see what Jesus is saying to us, why he has to go. Throughout his ministry, from the moment of his birth to his death on the cross, he had one mission and one mission itself, to do the will of the Father. We can look at his whole life to see how he does the will of the Father, and that will is to show the world how to love and how to return back to the relationship of love with the Father. That love begins in the midst of the world, in the midst of trial, tribulation, and hatred. But love begins as the most powerful tool to cut through all those trials, tribulation, and hatred. It doesn't matter what the world said, but Jesus still went about proclaiming the good news, the good news of God's love, and began to cure and heal the sick showed them how to be in relationship with God the Father, showed them how much love God the Father has for each and every one of his children. When they were hungry, he fed them. But not just the physical foods, but the spiritual yearnings within their hearts, that desire to be wanted, to be accepted, to be loved, Jesus showed them where it comes from how they can be nourished and fed. So when he says he's leaving and has to leave us, he doesn't mean that he's stopping the relationship of love, but he's returning back to the Father, showing us where that ultimate end is. We're not meant to be here in this world. We're meant to be in perfect unity with God the Father in that love. But to get there, you and I have to continue our journey here on earth. But as he goes to the Father, he sends the paraclete down to help us, to guide us, give us strength, but most importantly, show us how to live that life of love. Every moment is an opportunity for us to love. Every moment is an opportunity and a choice for us to make a decision to love. We hear in our first reading today, as Paul's teaching and proclaiming the gospel, that's how he knew people were Christians, was by the way they loved others around them. Because in that love, in loving those around you, there's hope, there's joy, there's a newness of life. How does loving someone bring joy? 
When we love someone, we are freely giving ourselves to the other. We're freeing ourselves of things that are holding us back and hindering us from loving someone. Like hatred, like envy, like anger. Those things hold us and chain us back from freely loving those around us. When we love, we begin to find joy. Joy not simply in the fact that I'm doing something fun, I'm going to Six Flags, I'm spending time with family, but the joy of the moment. How God has made himself present is known to us in that moment. Whether that's the sadness of the hospital bed, the struggles of our life, our everyday moment, the joys that he has given us. The simple thing as we are sitting here, to be able to sit here to worship is a moment of joy. Because some of our brothers and sisters are unable to be here. There's people who are working today who want to be at Mass, but because of their circumstances and situation, they can't be here. That's a moment of joy. And then the newness of life that feeds out from that love allows us to see the world in a different light. If we begin to see our brothers and sisters created in the image and likeness of God, it allows us to see the whole world in a whole completely different way. Because then I'm not treating my brothers and sisters. I'm not treating God as objects of my desire. I'm not lying to my brothers and sisters because I would be lying to God. I would be deceiving myself in these situations. And in seeing that, our lives begin to change. Because instead of wanting just what is easy and convenient for me, I begin to want what is best for the other. And so then, my dear brothers and sisters, we get to the cross. In our life of love, it leads us to sacrifice. It leads us to suffering. It leads us to pain. But in that, we are, we are hopeful. We are joyful. We have newness of life. Because death did not end it all for Jesus Christ. Death allowed him to die and rise again on the third day to give us eternal life. So death has nothing over us, my dear brothers and sisters. We're going to be with God for all eternity if we choose to live and to follow Jesus Christ, the model and example of love. Amen.